On today's Raising Luminaries episode, we're talking about confidence, which you know is obviously a critical component of developing in leadership, both as adults and for our kids. So it's such an important one that's been on my heart this week because a lot of times these concepts trickle down. I just got off a mastermind call with my really high-level business mastermind and my incubator clients, and they are some of the most successful and intelligent business owners I know. Literally, like they are cream of the crop. They have found massive levels of success. And we were talking about charging what you're worth as it relates to creating a new group coaching program or a mastermind for their businesses. And more than once, Michael and I felt the need to remind them throughout the 90-minute call of their genius and their worth that they bring to their clients. Not necessarily what they can perfectly sell on a sales page, but who they are and the value they bring. All of their fears and their questions centered around things in regards to confidence and having that confidence in what they were delivering. And it's something we as business owners often struggle with a lot, no matter what level we're at. Imposter syndrome, this desperation for worth and security and approval and permission and validation. And I think the answer to those things ultimately boils down to having a true confidence that's innate. So per usual, my mind goes to how can we set our kids up to struggle less with this concept, knowing that I've struggled with it and all of my clients have struggled with it, all of my peers And the truth is confidence is essential to entrepreneurship. And I believe that raising confident children to set them up well for their future is absolutely possible. It's not something uh, that we're just born with or that just others struggle with. It is something that we can learn and develop as we grow. So here are a few ideas I have to help you kind of take action on this. Let's raise them up right. You're listening to the Luminary Leadership Podcast, where we elevate successful entrepreneurs into powerful leaders doing work that really matters. And this episode is dedicated to raising luminaries. If you listen to this show, you already know that it's not about you anymore. As a leader, a real luminary, you're here to deeply impact others. I feel it too. I'm your host, Elizabeth Hartke, a business leadership strategist and mom who's passionate about raising up that next generation of leaders. Looking at my three kiddos, I realized that I wanted to do entrepreneurship differently for them. Society is failing the next generation, and once a week on this show, we're doing something to change that. Whether you're a parent with your own little luminary, or you want to heed the call of impacting those trailing you, this short but sweet episode will give you guidance and inspiration you can bring around your dinner table or into your community. You want to create your legacy? Here's where you start. Let's raise them up right. I was having a conversation with one of my team members, Caitlin, and she was talking about her daughter and how she just had a parent-teacher conference earlier in the week, and the feedback that she received was that she should work on confidence with her daughter because she almost always knows the answer and has it right, but her weak spot is that she won't volunteer to share that answer. She sees her more confident friends, her louder friends, the ones that seem to have less trouble speaking up and speaking out, and it makes her shrink back a little bit. So how do we work on confidence in our kids? And it 
also was really evident as a main issue this past week in my incubator call with my clients that I mentioned in the intro. So I know this is universal. I know that people at even really high levels of success experience it. And I know that it does affect our children. And if we can start this process at an early age, it can be something ingrained and learned throughout their years versus something that has to be undone in their 30s. So the first piece of the puzzle and something simple that you can do with your kids is just trusting them to make the right choices. Now, there's a lot that can be said about this, but since this is a short and sweet episode, I'm not going to go into the depth of ensuring that you're helping your kids understand morality and right from wrong and having the set of values, but assuming that you're doing that work, if you're listening to the show, I can make that assumption. I feel safe making it. There's an opportunity to give your kids more chances to make decisions in their lives. And that's going to help them start to trust themselves and trust their own judgment and see that when they make the wrong decision, that they're capable of rising up, figuring it out. Things will be okay. You don't have to get it right every single time. And I think that's where a lot of the lack of confidence comes from is kids and adults honestly, experience that analysis paralysis and they just don't make a choice because they're so terrified of making the wrong one. But it helps to see that when you make mistakes and you make the wrong choices sometimes, you'll be okay. Of course, their age is going to come into play with this. So you have to use discernment and good judgment of your own in deciding what to allow them to have control over. But you can start small and add to the list as they grow. I was reading a book that talked about this concept, and they were fleshing out the idea of, you know, once their kids got to around the age of 12, they started letting them go into the grocery store with the list on their own and the credit card or the cash or whatever they needed to pay And giving that child that sense of independence and developing confidence, having to have a conversation with the cashier, having to ask for help if they couldn't find something, having to make sure they had enough money in order to pay for what they were getting. So giving your kids the opportunities to make choices and to trust their own choices will develop confidence. And there are endless ways you can do this. It can be in as small of a thing as what outfit they pick out and teaching them how to make the right choice in the right season. We live in Wisconsin. We're in the dead of winter right now. My children learn pretty quickly from their choices if they went outside in shorts and a tank top on a negative nine degree day. But giving them the space to make that choice and having it align with their reality and they'll start to develop that confidence. On that same note and in that same vein, giving them the space to fail too. Confidence does come from trying new things and failing often and continuing to move forward. We're going to soon have an episode on this idea of building resilience in our kids, but they can't develop that resilience if they live in a little bubble and they don't make any choices and we try to scaffold everything and protect them from any possibility of failure. Are you creating an environment in your home and in your work and in your life where your kids are involved that is open to this? Do you allow them to make mistakes and fail or do you always swoop in and rescue them to prevent any of the pain that comes with failure. What happens when your kids fail, even on a really small scale at home in a safe environment? Are they learning to not take any risks in case they're wrong in the future? Are they getting up and they trying again? 
as entrepreneurs, we know how often we make mistakes. It's a daily occurrence. And we learn from them in our business. Sometimes we don't even notice them. We just keep trucking. But learning this truth at a young age to grow through the messes, it's going to go a long way for our children in their future successes. And more importantly, in their future failures, they'll know how to keep moving forward. They will develop a level of confidence and toughness that can't be beat. What about the idea of saying the right compliments to your kids? So it's, for me, really easy to compliment my kids. I'm obsessed with them. I love these little things. Like I think just, I look at them and I'm like, oh my gosh, you did such a good job sitting there doing nothing. Like I could say that to my children because I think that highly of them. But what are the right compliments that are going to help develop their confidence where they're going to hear it and they're going to receive it and they're going to feel it and know that it's true? And I think some parents mistake being overly positive and giving compliments often as a way to build up self-esteem in our children. However, they're very smart and they know when they're not necessarily, when we're not necessarily being truthful or at least just kind of throwing empty compliments at them because we love them so much. And they may have a hard time realizing when their accomplishment is really worth celebrating. So things we can give praise for are things like their level of effort or the progress that we've witnessed them making or their work ethic, their persistence, their resilience, how they got up even though they they failed or they made a mistake or they went through a hard time. They're still here. They're still standing. They made it through. Rising up to a challenge, learning from a mistake. We can recognize and have a conversation about, hey, did you notice that this time you did it differently because the last time you struggled with that? And now you've done it and you've made it through it in this way. And like, what are we witnessing and pointing out what we're witnessing in their growth can be such a confidence building tool in our children. On the flip side, we probably shouldn't be complimenting things like never making a mistake or perfection or fixed abilities that we know won't change or doing something that they're supposed to do already. That's my trap. Sometimes I will compliment or highlight the things that really are just a part of being a part of a family and things that should be done or are the right thing, but not like the morally right thing, but just like the things they should be doing in general. I have a tendency to over compliment. And it's not that you know, you can't love on your children too much. That's my opinion. But I do think we should be focusing on the right things if we do want to help craft that self-esteem in a way that it's coming from within. It's not dependent on us. Because oftentimes the over-complimenting, I think it creates, especially, oh, good Lord, put on top of the fact that kids are growing up in a social media culture, they're going to be so dependent on validation in order to be confident instead of generating confidence from within. There's such a difference. And I think what we talk about and what we highlight with them and what we help them see in themselves is what's going to help generate that confidence versus trying to just validate every single thing they do because then it it loses its luster and, and they become dependent on that validation. The next one is promoting problem solving. It is so tempting to rescue our kids. Especially if your kids are older and their mistakes could lead to way bigger pitfalls. You know, mistakes with my kids is 
they're at risk of dangerous things, falling off of something, climbing up, getting hurt, whatever, touching a knife when they shouldn't. But they're also like littler life things, you know, making mistakes that don't really move the dial too much either way, but they just feel big because you don't ever want to see your kid go through something hard. But then as your kids get older, the mistakes they could make could have a pretty significant ripple effect on their lives. So it's very hard to sit back and watch. And of course, there were their parents. I'm not saying be a hands-off parent and just sit back and let them figure it out, fall flat on their face every single time. It is our job to instill the values and to support them and to have the tough conversations and to be the shepherd in the process of raising them. So trying to find times, though, when it's appropriate to maybe bite your tongue or ask them how they think they should handle the problem instead of interjecting automatically how you want them to handle the problem or how you think they should do it. Teaching them how to think for themselves will develop confidence instead of telling them what to think or what to do at every turn. We talk about this a lot, but the idea of nurturing their spark. This is kind of a concept that we've come up with at the Luminary Leadership Company where we want to expose our kids to a wide variety of activities to help them find what they love. Kids, or really anybody in general, who have passion and feel a sense of pride in their giftings and find their purpose, they start to feel more successful and more confident. And we have an entire guide and process for free to help you cultivate those experiences, to draw out of your kids their unique gifting and to place them on a document and to track them and to help them nurture those things so that they can develop their levels of confidence. So it's a hugely powerful tool. If you haven't used it yet, I can't suggest it enough. Whether your kid is four years old or 14 years old or 24 years old, this can be a really powerful guide. So go to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash spark to download that free guide. Please trust me when I tell you nurturing their spark is going to be one of the greatest ways to help them develop confidence. It's not your job to develop their confidence. It's helping them develop their own. And then finally, dreaming about their future together with them. Once you've identified those giftings, talk about what they dream of doing or what's possible for someday, for now, for for near in the future, and for far into the future. Share stories about how you or your spouse or others in your family found their callings or are finding their callings. What are you doing right now in real time to continue to tap into who you're called to be? Kids that can see themselves doing something important and, and doing things that are fulfilling when they grow up it's going to help them be more confident now. They see the path forward. They see the purpose in their path and it helps them resonate with that and connect with that. We all want to raise these incredibly brilliant leaders and luminaries, but this is one of the foundational elements of it. So go home, download the Spark freebie guide, luminaryleadershipco.com dot com forward slash spark. It's a great starting point and walk through these processes to help develop the confidence within your own luminaries. 
I hope today's episode gave you exactly what you needed. And if it spoke to you, please leave us a review and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next juicy episode. And don't be shy. I don't bite often. So come connect with me over on Instagram at Eliz Hartke. And if there's a topic or a question, a guest you want to hear on the show or an idea you have for us, just reach out and share your thoughts. We do this for you. So the more you tell us, the more we can serve. We pick a luminary each week from our social posts. So if you want to be entered into our Luminary of the Week drawing, then comment, save, and share the Instagram post from this episode. We want to lead and spoil you. Thank you for spending some time with me. I really do appreciate you. So tune in next time to keep building that legacy and doing the work that really matters.